every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jeremy. <laughs> what? I feel like a young no more. Write to us. We're very friendly. <laughs> we'll Much love. I like root beer now. You did me dirty. We are back for Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy, episode number 35. Shout out to Christian Alcala for that intro song right there, making it sound amazing, coming in great. Like I said, episode 35, we're so excited to be here. Guys, how are you feeling? Yeah, you guys hear those crickets? Yeah, unfortunately, the guys aren't here with me tonight as they had other prior obligations that they had to take care of. So today, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are going to be lucky enough to have a solo show of just me, Jeremy, gonna kill it tonight. Jeremy on the beat, Jeremy on the keys. We got Jeremy on everything tonight, so make sure we're having fun tonight. Should be a good show for you guys. A lot of NBA, a lot, a lot of NBA stuff today. So just before we start, though, I got two points I just want to hit really, really quick. Um, you guys have heard before how I feel and how much I like. Joe Burrow, number one pick, Cincinnati Bengals, absolutely lighting it up this year. Yes, his record is like two, five, and one. That doesn't concern me because I see what he's doing. I see all the steps he's taking every week to become the next Drew Brees, the next Tom Brady, the next Peyton Manning, the next great. All right, guys. So he's almost, not almost there, but I see him working towards it. And unfortunately, tonight he had a very nasty, very nasty injury. Uh, I believe it was the third quarter of his game, maybe even before the half. Joe Burrow goes down. ACL tear, um, just took a weird hit, kind of got his leg caught underneath, and nothing but prayers here from the show, from the guys here, to him, because we want to see him come back, we want to see greatness, we've all said it before, we love greatness, we love watching it, we love being around it, and the next thing I want to hit, kind of a lighter note, Alex Smith, I talked about it last week, came back, got his first start, almost pulled it off, I believe it was against the Lions, almost got there, and instead, though, he got came back. Remember, guys, gruesome injury two, three years ago. He's back. He got his first win today. And I just want to say congratulations to Alex Smith, man. So hope you nothing but the best. And keep grinding out there. Keep working because I know you can put those Redskins, I'm sorry, not even Redskins, Washington football team back out there and keep going. You got scary Terry on the outside, man. Love Terry McLeod. Terry McSomething. I'm know the name, but I'm going to mess it up, so I call him Scary Terry, but it's okay. Anyways, I want to go ahead and jump in the NBA. We have a lot, a lot of action going on, guys, a lot of action. We talked about it last week on Wednesday. The draft happened. Trades are going crazy right now, but before we get to all those, oh, we have a ton of free agent signings. Before we get to this, I just want to mention a couple of contract extensions that I think are pretty big, and I think they were, I think everybody here knew that they were going to happen. All right, so Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Celtics, Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. You know, they both came out. Five-year, $195 million extension. I believe the fifth year is a player option for both. It's really like four, 163 with the, with the option. 
I know for a fact Donovan Mitchell has that option. I'd have to double-check Jason Tatum, but congratulations to those guys. Hopefully one day I get to ask them if I can borrow a dollar and go do something special with that one dollar. Anyways, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump in. Free agent signings. Guys, NBA free agent period is one of the best period, like one of the best things about the NBA because there's so much movement, so much transactions are going on. We've been telling you guys about all these crazy trades going on. Steven Adams is now a part of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Eric Bledsoe is going to go ahead and stay there. George Hill and a couple other pieces are getting moved. It, to describe to you guys how many people are involved in this Drew Holiday trade would take me almost a whole episode just to tell you guys. Just know that there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of great things are happening. And now I'm going to go ahead and jump into those free agent signings that we all want to know about. So, how do I tell you this? Last year's 2020 champions, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, those guys that won a championship last year where people kind of thought their team was okay on paper and that the Clippers team was the best one on paper. Yeah, that team just got even better. Even better than last year than the team that won a championship. Los Angeles Lakers went out and made, to me, three really... Actually, it's the four key moves that I think are going to win them another title. I think they can definitely go back-to-back with this roster, especially once Anthony Davis puts pen to paper, which he all indications show he's going to. He's just deciding whether it's two-year, four-year, three-year, whatever kind of contract he wants. He's going to get it because he's that great. The four moves. Move number one, we talked about it last week. Dennis Shorter for Danny Green and a first-round pick. You guys heard me. I brought out all the numbers, brought everything possible to show you guys. Bad move unless unless we made a move that made sense to fill the Danny Green role. Now, originally, my ba- my argument was based off of the fact that, hey, if I take this roster right now, it makes zero sense. Right, and, and I think that should be kind of a view on anybody's opinion or anybody's thought. Like, hey, yeah, it looks nice, but what about this hole? Until you fill that hole, the move doesn't make sense to me. Lakers went out, fixed that hole, filled that hole with Wes Matthews coming in here one year, $3.6 million. For those of you guys who know Wes Matthews, you guys know he's pretty much a prototypical Danny Green, a younger Danny Green, can play great defense, can shoot the three. I believe he's never shot under 36%. From the three-point line last year, I told you guys, I think Danny Green was like 37%, 38%, which is a down year. So I don't expect Wes Matthews to come in here and have a down year. I expect him to come in here, kind of bring a little more energy, be great defensively, can pick up, you know, the top dogs, the Paul Georges, the Kawhi Leonard's, uh, the Steph Curry's, the Devin Booker's. That's just the people out here on the West. So that's what I'm really excited to see from him. Not only that, I think he's going to be great. Stand in the corner, knock down that three, bring the energy we need. The next guy that I think, or piece number three. I did your first two pieces. Piece one was Dennis Shorter. Piece two, Wes Matthews. Piece number three. Piece number three is great in the fact that not only did you strengthen your team, but you probably hurt one of the team, your competitors. You're probably one of your top competitors right now in the Los Angeles Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers decided not to bring back Montrezl Harrell or couldn't offer him the same contract, perhaps. Although I'll get into that a little bit later as I think there may be something going on over there. Um, Lakers go ahead, sign Montrez Herald, two-year, $19.5 million, first year guaranteed, second year as a player option. You know, this is a fantastic deal, absolutely fantastic, especially with the loss of Dwight Howard, who has a lot of energy, a lot of defense. This guy brings the exact same amount of energy, a bit younger, I believe he's 27 years old, can 
He's not. He's not gonna get his own basket or his own bucket, but he's gonna go down there and be super aggressive on the offensive boards, bring down those rebounds, second chance points. Remember, guys, this guy is the reigning, reigning sixth man of the year. So he's actually 26. He'll be 27 in January of next year. But like I'm saying, guys, like this guy, reigning sixth man of the year. You know who else was a, uh, a finalist for that sixth man of the year? Dennis Shorter. Yeah, we have two of the top three of six men. I think they're going to do a fantastic, absolutely fantastic job on that second unit. Yeah, people are going to come out. Yeah, well, he's a small center. Yeah, it don't matter. You see what he did with the Clippers? He's going to do the exact same thing here with the Lakers, right? He's probably going to finish the games. I, I would assume he'd finish games with the Lakers. Um, you know, sometimes we're just going to ask for but we don't need him. But he's a great defender, 6'8", not very big. Meaning he should be able to guard multiple positions. He should be able to guard that four, that five. Maybe even some of the bigger threes, slower threes. So super excited about that one. And the last guy that I really, really like. Um, I've been on him since day one. I loved him in Detroit. KCP is going to go ahead and get that three-year deal. $40 million to stay with the Lakers. You know, this is going to be... He's locked up here now for five years, right? And in those first two years... People will be like, yeah, well, he didn't do this. Well, he didn't do that. Actually, this could be a sixth year. He's going to be here for six years now. Well, you, this guy showed that he could score the basketball and play some defense. This guy helped you win a title. This guy earned that money because we put a poll out, and I asked you guys, or we asked you guys, hey, what do you guys think of this KCB, KCP deal? Is it a steal, or did we overpay, and this might hurt us? I believe over 54% of you guys, or 54% of you said, hey, Bad move, overpaid. Um, I got one personal message uh, from Jamal. Shout out Jamal. Perfect amount of money, perfect deal. And I had one that was a steal. And I don't know if it was a steal that was like, hey, yeah, this isn't necessarily a steal. Maybe it's market value or whatever you want to call it. But to me, this is a steal. This guy could easily, easily go to a bad team, put up 20-something points, 22 points, probably get like four assists like two steals tonight, and go make big money. Big money. I really do believe that wholeheartedly. But he's a role player on a championship team. He's going to go ahead and fill his role here. You know, we talked about it last year. Be a star in your role. KCP was an absolute superstar. Superstar in his role. I wouldn't have traded him for anybody last I'm not going to say anybody, but somebody of his position, I wouldn't have traded for. A role player that can do what he does. He reminds me of KCP. Oh, not KCP. I'm sorry. KCP reminds me of Lou Williams. Just in the ability to impact the games. Yes, Lou Williams is going to do it from the shooting standpoint. But KCP can do it from the shooting at threes. Getting the layup. That little mid-range. And not only that, he's going to go ahead and go play great defense on the opposite side. And bring the energy that's needed to the defensive side. Where we've seen the Lakers kind of collapse sometimes there. So those three guys that I mentioned. Or three of the four guys right there. Great defenders. Going to bring the energy. Going to bring the grit. And if KCP is not starting, he's in a hell of a second unit right there. Hell of a second unit. That's a starting lineup for a lot of teams. Or those guys would be starters on a lot of teams and they're coming off the bench. Wow. Watch out, everybody else. You know, we look, take a look at the Blazers. Uh, Blazers went out and re-signed Carmelo Anthony, which I think is a good move. He showed that he can score. We saw Melo looking like Hoodie Melo in the playoffs. Went toe-to-toe -to -toe sometimes with LeBron James point-wise. 
Um, unfortunately, we did get the best of him, but at the end of the day, Melo is a Hall of Famer. He's a fantastic player, and anybody would be lucky enough to have him. I heard there was a lot of rumors of him going to the Knicks. <laughs> it made me laugh because I was like, man, you did your hardest to get away from them, and now you're going to try to go back. It doesn't make sense to me. They're not ready for anything like that. Now we're going to go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I got Harry Giles, man. Harry Giles I wanted to talk about really quick. Sorry, I just I accidentally overlooked him on my list. Harry Giles. This guy can show that he's an NBA player. Yes, he has a lot of injuries, but he can get you a bucket, man. He's a power forward. Unfortunately, the Kings decided to let him go. And Portland Trailblazers went out and made a move, signed him, brought him in. I think it's a great move. They also traded for Anis Cantor. You know, these guys are retooling, and I think they're in position to make another run. Yeah, they weren't that great last year, but they're making some moves that I really like, and I think they're going to go ahead and make a push. Um, I, w I don't see them maybe top four. Actually, I could see them top four as in the four spot because I, I see still Lakers first. I see the Clippers second. That third spot's where it gets if you have Denver out there. I still think you have Golden State. You know, a lot of people don't are kind of writing Golden State off because of horrible news to Clay Thompson to toward Achilles, but still, I think they're going to be right there, and I'm explaining to you why they're going to be right there. These guys went out and made some great moves. I love the Kent Bazemore one-year deal. I love the fact that they were willing to go out and pay to bring in a guy like Kelly Oubre. It's like, it funny to me because I believe last time uh, Matt kind of told us like hey like when I think of Kelly Oubre I kind of think of him I think of Kent Bazemore because they're both lefties they can shoot a three play some defense bring a lot of high energy to me uh, I think Kelly Oubre is the best of the two um, if anything Kent Bazemore should be compared to Kelly Oubre I love the move for these guys no they're not Clay Thompson but yes they can help fill the void uh, if you guys remember Moneyball you know they talk about having to replace Jason Giambi if you haven't seen the movie make sure you go watch it with Brad Pitt Joan Hill Great, absolutely great movie. It's actually on Netflix right now. They kind of talk about, like, how do you replace Giambi? How do you replace these numbers? And it's not necessarily finding one guy to do it. Sometimes it takes a, a kind of unit. It takes a couple guys to say, hey, together, we're going to go ahead and reciprocate what this guy meant to the team. Yeah, it's going to cost you a couple extra bucks. Or does it really? Because look at what this guy can be paid. Uh, I think it's the same kind of idea here. No, you're not paying for Clay Thompson, in a sense, like to replace him. It's just, unfortunately, bad timing, bad injury. Get the guys that can kind of fill his role to the best of their abilities, and let's see what we can do. I think it's great. People forget they still have Andrew Wiggins there, who I think is a great piece. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's Eric Pascal over there showed that he could play. You know, I think they're in, they're in good position to make some runs. I think, I really think they're going to be in the top four. I see them as my number three rather than Denver, maybe Denver four, maybe Denver five. I think they kind of take a step back. And part of that is because they actually lost Jeremy Grant to free agency. Three years, 60 million. Detroit Pistons making some moves. However, they want to get freaking every power forward and center out there. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I'd like the Jeremy Grant move. You know, we were talking about KCP and Wes Matthews and Danny Green and about those being those premier three and D guys. This guy is a premier 3 and D guy. Um, plays the 3, the 4. He can play some great defense, bring energy, shoot the 3 lights out. We saw him in the playoffs play absolutely fantastic leading up to the Lakers. I think the Lakers kind of shut him down a little bit. May have had one or two big games. I'd have to double check, but I don't fully remember. But I know he makes an impact on the court. That's the kind of guy you want. The part that I kind of thought was funny, though, is that he got the exact same offer from Denver, which is 
a, a team that's competitive right right now in the West and can make a move and we're only a couple of games away from a Western Conference Finals from a Finals appearance. He's gonna go ahead and leave Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and Nicholas Jokic, uh, or Nikolai Jokic, which is a kind of a bizarre move to me. But you know what? If he feels like it's a better fit, he has to play a better role. That may have been part of it, being offered a better role. Go ahead, take that money, take that opportunity, go out and ball out, man. Big fan. Um, man, that one I think is gonna hurt Denver a lot, in my opinion. I don't know if they have enough to kind of fill that void. He's gonna leave. We're going to go ahead and take a look now at the other team that made those NBA Finals, the Miami Heat. Miami, uh, they did good this offseason to me. I think they did really good. I really thought they were going to let go of Dragic. However, they decided to bring it back two years, 30, so 37 and almost a half million dollars to stay with them. Great move. I Last year, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I was worried about him in the Finals until he had the plantar issue. And with that, I think it really took a big hit on them. But I don't see why this team can't go back and make another run in the East. Nobody scares me in the East. Yeah, people are going to be like, yeah, what about Brooklyn? Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. No, Brooklyn hasn't gone out and proven anything. So to me, they're not anything to fear quite yet. I don't know what KD is. I know what Kyrie is. And Kyrie is kind of a head case to me. And I don't know if Kyrie can go out there and carry a team. We saw Boston without him do better. Cleveland went back to the finals while Kyrie was gone. You know, I, I don't know if there's a Kyrie effect or what it is, but we'll, we first have to see what they are before we can claim them best team in the world, right? So I still see them making a run, Miami Heat. They went out and signed Mo Harkless, 3 and D guy. Avery Bradley, an absolute dog on the defensive side and could put up a couple buckets, knock down the three, a little drive. You know, I think he's a great player. I was really hoping we are going to bring him back, but... If having to re-sign KCP, Wes Matthews, and Montrezl Harrell said, hey, you can't have this guy, I'm more than okay with it. I think the Miami Heat made some great pickups. Expect to see them make another run. No, they're probably not going to be one in the in the East. I'm not going to lie to you guys. They're not going to be the number one seed. But that's not their game. Their game is, we're going to play gritty. We're going to get out there. You know, we're going to be in the, in the playoffs. When we get to the playoffs, you're going to face a bunch of dogs, man. We're a bunch of dogs. Jimmy Butler, the head, the alpha of the pack over there, man. Just absolutely puts on a show every night, puts in the energy, puts in the work. I love watching him. I love seeing what he does out there, and I think he's just going to be phenomenal out there with those guys. He got more dogs around him, and what more can you ask for? So I like to going out there and getting a bunch of cats, man. Not even the good cats, no bad cats. No, just a bunch of cats. It's like some teams, some teams that kind of remind me of some other, some other teams and other people, but I'm not going to go ahead and go there. Not yet, at least. You know, Going off of Miami, we're gonna head back out to the West. Jay Crowder, a big piece. When I talk, when we talk about dogs, man, that's a dog. He's gonna go ahead, go back. Actually, not go back. I'm sorry, but he's gonna go ahead and head west to the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, man, watch out for those guys. Watch out for those guys. Those guys are making some moves, absolute moves. They're gonna be in the playoffs next year. I'm really excited to watch them. I've had the opportunity to watch them live in person a handful of times over the past few years, and I love watching Devin Booker. I think he's an absolute scoring machine. Fortunately, he hasn't had too much help over there. DeAndre Aiden hasn't become what he's needed to be. You know, they really messed up taking eight. And to me, they messed up taking eight and one and not Doncic. And we all seen that Doncic is the guy out of that class. Uh, that class included Marvin Bagley, Trey Young, Luca. Luca's the guy, guys. But I digress. I digress that they messed up there. Um, 
you know, I, I think this one's going to be great. I think they're going to make a big run. Big moves happening. Um, other teams to kind of look out for. This actually surprised me. I don't know about you guys, but this definitely surprised me. Joe Harris is going to go ahead and stay with the Brooklyn Nets for four years, $75 million. $75 million for a guy who legit stands in the corner and just shoots threes all day. That's insane. You know, I know shooting has a big price tag in the NBA, but that is absolutely insane for a guy that doesn't really create anything else other than shoot the three in the corner. Like, um, I think this may in fact impact their James Harden ability, to be honest, because how am I going to take on James Harden's contract when I got to pay this guy's, what is 75, what is that? Just under $20 million a year. How can I pay for him? How can I pay my other two superstars and then pay this third superstar? You're going to have a bunch of scrubs on the bench. There's a bunch of, be a bunch of veterans over there who are just ring chasing. Doesn't make too much sense to me. In that regard, yes, he can shoot lights out. If you guys remember, he came onto the scene like two years ago, won the three-point contest. People were like, hey, who the hell is this guy that's winning, beating Steph Curry, beating Klay Thompson, and all these other great shooters? Yeah, he's a great shooter, but he's not a $75, $75, $75 million shooter to me. Um, you know, we'll see if it works out, though. I was talking about, you know, people think Brooklyn is this, Brooklyn is that. They're definitely going to have to prove it, and this guy's going to have to be a part of it. If he starts struggling, he is an older player, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's almost 30. Can he stand in the corner and shoot? Yes, absolutely. But does he deserve that money? I don't know about that. He's going to definitely have to come out and prove it. Another baffling, absolutely baffling contract that we have here. You know, as much as I love Michael Jordan and everything that he did for the game uh, during his playing career, I think he's made some kind of lousy moves when it comes to ownership. Gordon Hayward opted out of a $30 million contract from the Boston Celtics, and everybody kind of looked at it like, yo, this is $30 million. You're not going to make that much money out on the free market again. What are you doing? And he said, hold my beer and watch this. Let me go get four years, $120 million to go out and play with them. $120 million to go play. In Charlotte, man, that's ridiculous money. Um, when I first saw it, I was thinking to myself, hey, he hops out, he's probably going to take a one-year deal with the contender, show that he can play, show that he's a great piece, and then go back into the free agent market next year and get a crap load of money. No, he says, I'm just going to take a crap load of money this year and I don't have to prove anybody a damn thing. Not a damn thing do I have to do to show you guys what I'm about. And, you know, sometimes reputation does that. Um, he definitely has a great reputation, great player can score the basket, but he hasn't necessarily been the same since going to Boston and fracturing, breaking that leg, you know. He's just, call it what it is. Call a spade a spade, man. This guy hasn't been the guy that he was in Utah when he was lighting it up. He wasn't that guy that was right there on the court with Kobe's last game, giving him that competition. He wasn't that guy where I went and I saw him and I, he dropped 40, and I didn't even realize it to the end of the game when I looked up and it was a silent 40. You don't have silent 40 points. But this guy's able to do that. This guy's a great, was a great player, but he's not that guy anymore. And very baffling to me. Uh, we'll see if he can match up. You know, he's got scary Terry down there, Terry Rozier, who I believe they're trying to trade in order to open up uh, some space for him. They got Lamelo Ball, number two, no, number three pick in the draft. Um, could you know? We don't know what Lamelo is yet. Can Gordon help him? Hey, possibly. Not positive. Maybe take a little pressure off of him. You don't have a defense keying in on him every single night, but we'll see. Maybe he makes a job Moran impact and goes out there and balls out. We don't really know. We haven't seen him play at a college level. He was over there in Lithuania playing, 
nobody really has an idea. Yes, I like the guy. Yes, I wanted him to go to the Warriors, but at the same time, we don't know what he is. We don't know what he is, and it's going to be really interesting to see. Like I mentioned earlier, Dwight Howard to Philly. Very interesting dynamic over there. I guess they need another guy that couldn't shoot a three. Probably going to play back up to Joel Embiid over there, maybe 15 minutes a night, give or take. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that one at all for him. Um, I think he showed that he was a different guy last year, and I would have rather him see him either stay with the Lakers, go to Golden State. I think that would have been phenomenal over there. They need a big man in James Wiseman. Who else to learn from than Dwight Howard, one of the best ever defensive centers that we've ever seen. Remember, before the Lakers, him went with the Lakers, with two-time defensive player of the year or something like that, leading the league in rebounds every single year. He led the league in rebounds with a jacked-up back with the Lakers. I mean... This guy was great. No, he's not an offensive threat, but at least James Wiseman can learn defensive schemes through Dwight Howard, and I think that would have been great for him. Um, maybe a missed opportunity there for Golden State. Uh, last couple ones I want to talk about really quick. Marcus Morris. One of the Morris brothers. One of the Morris brothers right there, man. You know, I talked about baffling deals. This one's a little baffling to me. Four years, $64 million. A lot of money to a guy who's not, this guy's not even a 10-point-a-night guy. Yes, he brings energy. Yes, he brings that uh, grit to the court. Yes, he's going to go out there and give it his all every single night. But at the same time, is this the guy that really deserves over $10 million a year? No, no, he's not. Not to me, at least. A little bit of interesting move. Maybe it's a move to try to bring in his brother, uh, Markeith Morris, who is in talks with the Lakers. Toronto Raptors, LA Clippers. You know, I think he's a big impact, uh, big uh, piece. I'm sorry, he could bring a big impact, but he's a big piece. He could be a great role player to any championship looking team, any postseason team. Um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully he makes the right decision. Either goes, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Toronto. I think he could be good out there. Maybe teach Pascal how to be a little grittier. Maybe. You know, just show him the ropes, man, because I think every guy needs a veteran like that. Or, hey, he comes back to the Lakers, and we have a freaking dog pound coming in the second unit with a Morris brother or Markeith Schroeder. You got um, KCP, Montrezl Harrell, whoever it is. You know, we got dogs. And I think he—I would just call the second unit the dog pack if that happens, man. I think that would be awesome. Uh, another Clippers move, which, yeah, hey, good move. At the same time, bad move. The reason it's a good move, Serge Ibaka to the Clippers can spread the floor. Great veteran, great teammate. You know, not the same player he was when he was at Thunder, with OKC Thunder, you know. Not as good defensively, but at the same time, can still do a lot of things. Great stretch four, great stretch five at times. Uh, The thing that's bad about it, two years, $19.5 million. Sound familiar? I'm going to wait for you guys. Yeah, sound familiar? Yeah, okay, sounds familiar. Yeah, Montrezl Harrell got the same money, and you let a younger guy who plays the same, very similar role go, which me- leads me to believe there's some things going on in that Clippers locker room. If you guys went out and saw Pat Beverly, hand to the forehead, and the little Matt emoji on Twitter, upset about the decision, right? And, uh, you know, that didn't make much sense to me. Uh, why are you going to lose a guy that knows your system that's been a big impact on it? reigning sixth man of the year, doesn't mind coming off the bench and saying, hey, you know what, we don't need your services at this time. We need that guy's services. It doesn't make too much sense to me in this part. It, or, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me in this part, in this aspect at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. And, you know, I think they really need to take a look 
and get an idea of what's going on and what they need to do because that's, a, to me, not the move you need. Um, you know, there's still more talk about them getting another center. Mark Gasol possibly coming in and playing a big role. Originally wanted to head back to Spain and finish his career there. However, he's got a lot of interest right now from the same three teams as Serge Ibaka did. Toronto Raptors, LA Clippers, LA Lakers. Clippers and Raptors, I mean, I'm sorry, Lakers and Raptors look to be the front runners. Lakers are looking to move JaVale McGee in order to offer a better contract for Marcus Saw. You know, I, I don't know if they've ever had a team that has won a championship with two sets of brothers. I, I don't know if that's a thing yet. Um, that'd be awesome to see him come here and win a title. You know, the Gasol brothers, Pau Gasol, Marcus Gasol, both winning a title here in L.A. would be very big. If you guys don't remember, they actually traded for each other back in the day when we got Pau Gasol. We traded Marcus Gasol to Memphis. I believe he was one of the key pieces in that deal. And uh, that was big, you know, that changed Lakers, Laker Nation around, you know, Kobe finally got the piece he needed to go ahead and win another ring without Shaq. Put up to almost at three, you know. So I think to me it would just be awesome, absolutely awesome, if Marcus was able to come here and win a title with us. Or, you know, just come to L.A. and experience L.A. You know, he's been kind of in small markets when you look at it. Memphis, small market. He went out to Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's big, but at the same time, Toronto's not L.A. It's not Los Angeles, you know. Los Angeles kind of has that mystique around it, and he deserves something like Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles deserves him at the same time. So hopefully the Lakers can go ahead and make a deal with him and get that backup center. Actually, he'll probably be the starting center if we're looking at it. Marcus Gasol, starting center for the Los Angeles Lakers. Sounds really nice. Can shoot the three, play some defense, uh, get some rebounds. You know, I think he'd be great for us. Absolutely. Uh, the last piece I want to talk about is a guy from Toronto. Going to go ahead and re-sign with Toronto. Four years, $85 million. Congratulations, Fred Van Fleet, man. Now, I'm not the biggest Fred Van Fleet guy, but at the same time, I've seen that guy work his butt off to become a great player in the NBA. Um, congratulations. Hats off to you, man. $85 million over the next four years to stay in Toronto. Speaking of Toronto, though, before we wrap up here, Toronto's actually going to play the next season down in Tampa Bay. I think that's going to be really, really interesting. Hasn't been announced which arena. Maybe Tropicana where the Rays play. But due to COVID, and we saw this last year with uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, they didn't want people going in and out of the country, going into this, into the country and playing games and possibly spreading it in Canada. So I, I wonder how this is going to actually impact us in the future with teams in Canada. Are we going to want teams in times like this to be technically in a different country, you know? Uh, we'll have to see, though, and see what happens without get more information as it comes. But, guys, I just want to say thank you for spending some time with me, just me tonight. Um, go ahead. I'll wait for it. I'll get those round of applauses really quick. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for those applauses. Um, you know, I kind of different being here by myself, so hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, the guys should be back for the next episode, episode 36. Probably go a little bit more into these items. Just wanted to give you guys a little update on what's going on. Make sure I'm hitting your guys' favorite teams and whatnot. Um Fun fact of the day, though, Zion Williamson is now the longest-tenured New Orleans Pelican, which is absolutely crazy after all these deals that are going on. Zion, your number one pick last year, is the number or is the longest-tenured Pelican. Uh, really funny about that. Uh, before we wrap up, though, I just wanted to let you guys know 
you guys can still get your habits 365 gear and use promo code going deep with Matthew and Jeremy to receive 15% off. Not only that, but you, you need those fresh clean tees that fit perfectly right where you like it. Make sure you go on fresh clean. Ugh. Let's try that again. Make sure you go on fresh clean tees where you can get your nice and fancy t-shirts. Just use promo code going deep with Matthew and Jeremy and get 15% off of there as well. The last, oh, I got two more. Um, the energy drinks, man. Energy drinks. I've heard a lot of news, uh, got a lot of buzz about this. Make sure you guys get your raised materials, raised energy drinks, power uh, supplements, anything you guys need. This guy's got the pre-workouts for all my workout people out there. Uh, raise energy. Use promo code going deep with Matthew and Jeremy. Receive 15% off. Um, we drink it here. It allows us to give you the best show possible. Uh, before every game or every game we treat this like a game but before every episode you know we're, we're out there we're drinking it so we can give you the best performance possible the last one you know as a former athlete I got a lot of aches and pains lots of lots of aches and pains and something that I like to use to get away from it to kind of relieve my pain is mother hemp make sure you guys use your get your mother hemp products CBD oils creams whatever you need even have it for your dogs, man. Even for your dogs. Even the dogs need some CBD. Uh, they have it with THC, without THC, whatever you guys uh, prefer. Uh, great stuff. I'm actually using it right now to kind of heal this bummed knee I got. Uh, works great. I was crying about my knee all day, and ever since I started using it, does absolutely phenomenal. And uh, guys, make sure you guys stay tuned to our posts and polls. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put some stuff out there because I know we kind of stay fixated on some teams. We're going to go ahead and put it out there. Let us know if we're missing your team. Let us know if you want us to talk about anything in specific. You know, uh, we're very, very flexible. We're nice people, as Matt likes to say. You can always talk to us about anything. Uh, <laughs> so you guys make sure you guys uh, reach out to us. Let us know. As always, uh, you guys can always get your Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy merchandise coming up to the website very, very soon. Um, where well, you guys will be able to do that. Um, DM us as of now to get your shirts or masks, whichever you prefer. Uh, you guys can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. So make sure you guys talk to us, guys. Reach out to us. And uh, that's about it, guys. That's about it for today's episode number 35. Solo, one-man wrecking crew today. But as always, guys, much love, everybody. Peace.